6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, today the Liberals unveiled a three-point program including commitments to unlock home ownership through new government funding, a plan to build more homes to address supply constraints, and measures to establish and protect new rights for buyers. The Conservatives say the housing crisis is driven by a shortage of supply and says programs that encourage people and companies to build more rental units will help alleviate the problem. The NDP's housing platform focusing on renters, it would streamline funding applications for co-ops and social and non-profit housing. And then for home buyers, the NDP says it would reintroduce 30-year terms for insured mortgages on entry-level homes. Now, the Green Party this afternoon saying we need to immediately recognize the problem exists and declare a housing and homelessness crisis. Uh, The Green Party also saying we need to appoint a federal housing advocate within the government. Well, with a focus here on Edmonton, let's take a look at what needs to be done with someone who has made housing and affordable housing a priority during his tenure as mayor, as chair of the Big City Mayor's Caucus, and with the Federation of Canadian Municipalities. Mayor Don Iveson, welcome back to the show. Glad to be here. All right. Uh, you know what? Uh, housing, affordable housing is something that has been on your watch since you became mayor, since you uh, started your, your time on city council. We know that we have seen change over the years. We have seen some improvements over the years. We have seen funding commitments over the years. But the fact of the matter is there's still a shortage of affordable housing for buyers and for renters. Uh, municipal leaders tend to be on the front lines of, of a lot of this, but it is a national issue. How big of a priority does this need to be, in your opinion, for a government, uh, wh- whatever government forms government uh, after September 20th? Well, it's got to be a central priority because uh, all of the parties are hearing from Canadians across the country and in in different contexts where the issues are different in Vancouver and Toronto around, you know, the middle class and young people being able to ever buy a house. And then on the prairies, we've got huge issues with unmet uh, Indigenous need for housing. Uh, And then across the country, there are issues with speculators buying up the affordable rental stock and um, rent evicting folks turning around and, and raising rents and that's making it difficult for people who are maybe trying to save for a home or for whom home ownership uh, is is going to stay out of reach and will depend on that affordable housing stock and as overall as the entire housing spectrum has been pinched uh, in recent years that exacerbates need uh, and and is difficult for the economy and the labor force difficult for communities it winds up on the desks of mayors and city councillors and and the entire time I've been here since you know the housing crisis Uh, that we had in Alberta in the boom times 14 years ago when I was elected. Uh, housing hasn't gone away. Mm-hmm. It's become a more serious issue. And, it, and and for me, at the most acute end, it has continued to drive uh, challenges with homelessness, despite the huge progress we've made. So, um, But over that 14 years, we've seen the federal government go from absent on the housing file to deeply engaged with all parties committed to affordable housing programs to work towards at least reducing and in some cases uh, ending homelessness, which is a, a wonderful commitment for our country. And then unfortunately, over that same period of time, we've seen uh, 
uh, provincial commitment wane from mm-hmm. the Ed Stelmack days when Alberta was uh, very committed and was the first province working to end homelessness and invested $900 million in affordable housing programs back then to a point now where it's not a central priority, to say the least, for the current provincial government. We can't get the kind of cooperation we need to leverage the federal government's uh, newfound commitment to affordable housing. So the, pl- the, the landscape has changed, but what I'm really heartened by is that Canadians are demanding from all parties of all stripes with a high level of consensus more action on affordable housing across the spectrum for the middle class and for uh, the most acute end uh, of people experiencing homelessness. You, so we've made some progress. You use the term uh, renovation, and I know the Federation of Canadian Municipalities put out a, a statement today, today outlining uh, what it would like to see being done on this front as well. What do you believe could be, needs to be done? How, how do we deal with this renovation? How do we keep rents affordable? What needs to be done on that front? Well, you got to come at it from two angles, and uh, the proposal that the, the Liberals outlined uh, today um, has both of these mentioned, though there's still work to do on the details, of course, but uh, one is that we've got to protect the affordable housing stock uh, by acquiring it uh, while it's affordable and keeping it uh, in community hands through uh, not-for-profits and co-ops whose mandate is to maintain that affordable housing stock for the long term. So the the billions announced uh, today in a commitment for an accelerator fund uh, working directly with municipalities to achieve these goals builds on the federal government's willingness to work with and if necessary work around, work with municipalities and if necessarily work around provinces uh, to protect the existing affordable housing stock. Now the other move that's needed in addition to acquisition and maintenance uh, is also some regulatory changes and tax code changes um, uh, to to hold the REITs and others accountable for some of uh, um, what right now is, you know, legal and encouraged and, and very profitable, but is having these um, these impacts in our housing market that are very, very problematic, particularly in our cities. And so there are some regulatory moves the federal government needs to make, and the, the Liberal Housing Announcement includes reference to those today. Um, but overall, the willingness to work with cities to solve those kinds of problems on the ground is the really refreshing shift of the last several years years in uh, in the federal approach to housing policy and and hearing that from all parties the recognition of the need to work with cities to get things done in this area is is really refreshing represents some some progress for that direct relationship and uh, the prominence of cities as pro- problem solvers in confederation mayor iverson we know that uh, the the existing social housing that's out there a lot of it needs to be upgraded needs to be repaired there's talk about the need to get that done uh, to Today as well, there was a call for 70,000 new affordable rental units that would be considered non-market. That was from uh, the FCM. I'm curious how you think that local developers, that local um, uh, businesses couldn't get involved with that, could play a role in that. And, And is that a key to this? Ultimately, yes, uh, because I mean, I believe there's a role for the public sector and there's a role for the private sector. And ideally, if you can work um, hand in glove with both and get some of the efficiencies and scale that the private sector brings uh, to building homes with the long term commitment to affordability and the public good that government brings. So I I think the federal government's national housing strategy um, uh, includes a lot of incentives that move us in that direction. But I think there's still quite a bit of experimentation. Uh, 
um, and innovation uh, that that can be done. But the willingness um, of all parties, including including the private sector, to be part of those conversations to figure out how to get scale. Because we're very good at building 50 or 100 units at a time with mm-hmm. our non-for-profit partners. But we need to be building thousands of units of long-term uh, affordable rental housing. And I think one of the best ways to do that, we've seen a few pilot innovation examples here uh, in Edmonton, is with mixed market housing, where you've got... Uh, um, uh, you know, a private sector developer that in partnership with a not-for-profit includes maybe 10 or 20% uh, as a joint venture. Um, and then you get the benefits of scale, um, but you also get those long-term units enhancing the portfolio of the not-for-profit. So there are win-wins there. There's a role for things like federal land and preferential borrowing through CMHC to help incent all of that to move forward. And then some of what was announced today would also support the city's ability to expedite permitting, waive fees, other things that would, again, would add incentives to unlock the potential of of different kinds of partnerships to deliver these units at scale. So there's still a lot of work to do, but there's a lot of, um, a lot of good examples out there across the country of, of pilot projects that I think are scalable in this vein. Before I let you go, I, I know I don't even have to look at my text line right now, Mayor Iveson, to know that this is a question that's going to come up over and over and over again uh, from 630 Chad listeners, and uh, they're going to want to know, where does the money come from? How do we pay for all of this, and can we afford it? Well, this is uh, part of the business case for housing is that when housing needs are unmet, the drag on the economy in terms of longer commutes for people who have to drive till they qualify, um, uh, the the challenges at the most acute end where housing needs are unmet and, and then you know, some folks experiencing homelessness can draw upwards of a million dollars a year on the public purse and health care and justice costs. So I believe that the economic upside to better housing solutions for all Canadians and the public savings uh, in health and justice more than cover uh, the investments that we need to get a healthy uh, housing system for all Canadians and that the business case is very, very strong. Um, we just need to sort of get out of each other's way and and have aligned goals on this but uh, you know a goal like ending homelessness for example mm-hmm. we've known for years that uh, it's it's you know it, it's it's uh, massively less expensive to house someone and meet their needs and if you can help them recover from their addictions and mental health challenges re-enter society uh, and look after their own needs in time then obviously that's good for the economy it's good for that person and it's easier on taxpayers so why we don't just all get on with it uh, is still a head scratcher for me because the business case is solid in housing mayor iveson we'll leave it there this afternoon thanks for joining me pleasure thanks jillian